You are listening to the Woman of Faith podcast, hosted by award-winning author and transformation coach, Nancy Ruffin. Whether you're establishing your faith journey or just getting started, the Woman of Faith podcast is passionate about sharing stories of faith that will inspire you to boldly live the life you were created for. If you're ready to elevate your faith and step into who God created you to be, then you're in the right place. So let's get started. We have officially, what I like to call, started the first real week of the new year because the first week, January 1st through the 7th or the 6th, like we're just starting to get used to typing or writing the new year. Like that first week, we're still in 2023, but this week... The second week of January is what I like to call the official start of the new year. It's the week that we should really start focusing and getting serious about our goals, the things we want to manifest, um, who we want to become in this new year, and really start to operate from that space. Um, And before we can even start to think about goals and who we want to become, for me, it's always really important to spend some time thinking about what we are anchoring ourselves in as we prepare to, to... manifest a new version of ourselves, right? When we talk about goal setting, when we talk about visioning um, and, and all of the work that goes into that, really what that means is that we're looking to become a better version of ourselves. But in order to become that better version of ourselves, it's really important for us to know what grounds us? What are we centered on? What are we focusing on? Who and what is our foundation? So this week's episode is really focused on being anchored and what that looks like for you. Um, So welcome to the Women of Faith podcast. I am your host, Nancy Ruffin, and I'm passionate about sharing inspiring stories Um, whether they're my own or whether they're the stories of guests that will uplift and equip you to elevate your skills, your business, and your life. What I want is that this podcast becomes your go-to resource for stories of triumph, guidance, and actionable insights that when you're contemplating your next move, when you feel like you're stuck or you need some motivation or inspiration, that your go-to resource is the Woman of Faith podcast because you know that when you come here, you are going to get filled with everything that you need to get you out of your funk and get you back focused and motivated and on track with the plan that God has for you. So this week, before we kind of get into uh, this week's topic, just want to remind you that I just relaunched my uh, Fierce Woman membership community. 
Um, I just made it available to the women who attended my strategic visioning workshop that I had this past weekend. Um, And there is a free seven-day trial. So if you are someone who really thrives in community, if you're seeking community, if you're seeking support, encouragement, if you want exclusive access um, to tools, professional and personal development tools, um, I'm going to be having monthly live webinars and workshops, um, quarterly accountability meetups. I mean, all of the benefits are on the website. So if you have a moment and if this is something that you think might interest you, go and check it out. Um, you can go right over to thefiercewoman.org backslash plans and check out everything that we're offering. But I'm so excited for where I believe God wants to take us all this year. This is um, a year of abundance and I'm claiming it. I'm proclaiming it, not just for me, but for you too. And I want you to start believing that you are worthy of every dream that you have, every desire in your heart. I don't care what has happened to you in your past. I don't care what people have led you to believe about your life, about your abilities, about what God wants to do for you. You have to believe that this is going to be the year that God is going to show up and show out in your life. But in order for that to happen, you have to first show up um, in your life. And showing up means that you're going to give up the excuses, that you are going to stop self-sabotaging, that you are going to remind yourself that you are a child, a daughter of the Most High God, the creator of heaven and earth, the, the God that created the earth and everything in it by simply speaking it into existence. That is the God that we serve, that he came up with an idea for the world and for what he wanted it to look like and how he wanted it to exist. And by merely speaking it out and putting it out into the universe, he created everything. And what is even more, I think, I got more extraordinary than anything else is that even after he created the world and everything in it, he created the heavens, he created the skies, he created the expansive ocean, he created, um, you know, flowers and, and the trees and the stars in the sky. He created all of this beauty. And when he looked back, he still felt that there was something missing, that the world was not complete until he created man. And not just man, because we know he created Adam first, but when he created Adam, he still believed that the world was missing something. And that was when he created Eve. He created woman. He created you and me because he knew that the world would not be complete, would not be sufficient without us in it. And so when the enemy tries to creep up in your mind, in your head, and tries to distract you and deter you and keep you from the purpose that God created you for, I want you to remind yourself that you were purposely made. You were fearfully and wonderfully made that there is a purpose for you, that you were not created by mistake, that you were not some, um, you know, freak accident in this world, that no matter what your 
history has been. God has a beautiful future for you. And I want you to believe in that the way you believe in the Lord. And so when I come back, um, we're going to get right into this week's topic about what it means to be anchored in Christ and what it means to find our identity in the Lord and not in worldly um, things. It's so easy for us to get caught up and to get lost in what society tells us um, we should be. It's really easy for us to believe that our value and our worth is in the titles that we hold. It's in our financial status. It's in the roles that we are at work. But we are so much more than our finances, than our titles, than our careers. We're more than whatever the world leads us to believe that we are. Um, you know, so grab a drink, uh, grab a pad, a pen, something to kind of take notes because I'm going to be sharing some tips when we come back on how you can start to anchor yourself in who God says you are and not in who the world says you are. You are tuned in to the Women of Faith podcast. Make sure to subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to today's Woman of Faith podcast. This week's episode, we are talking about what it means to be anchored in Christ. Now, as Christian women, we often hear the phrase anchored in Christ, finding our identity in the Lord. But what does it really mean? Well, in this episode, I'm going to break down what it means to be anchored. I'm going to explore what that means um, and the importance of anchoring our identity in the Lord and how to live a more God-led life. So when we hear the term anchored, we often tend to think of a boat uh, secured in place by an anchor. And um, we know that once that anchor goes down, right, the boat can't move. And so it's that anchor that keeps the boat steady and prevents it from drifting away with the current. And, you know, I know that so many of us um, have been accustomed to just going with the flow, going with the flow of life and really allowing ourselves to embrace what comes but I think that there's a danger in that when we just go with the flow, because where's the flow going, <laughs> right? You want to make sure that wherever you're going, that there's a purpose behind it, that there's intention, that you're also going in the direction that God wants you to go in. And so when we're not anchored, we open up the possibility for us to kind of drift along life with no clear direction or no clear guidance. And so when we think about what it means to be anchored in real life, it means having a foundation that keeps us stable in the midst of the storms of life, when the challenges come or when the waters get rocky, right? Making sure that we are anchored in Christ 
um, means that we're not just going to drift away and that we're not going to fall. Well, we might fall, but it means that we're not going to stay knocked down just because um, an unexpected challenge arises. So when we anchor our identity in Christ, we have a solid foundation to stand on, which keeps us grounded when everything else around us seems uncertain. You know, and I, if there's anything that I know about life, if there's anything that I am sure of, is that life is hard. We may have moments of ease and there might be moments where we are at the highs of our life and, you know, we're really enjoying um, what it means to be alive. But there are also moments where we are going to be rocked to our core, where we're going to experience things that we never imagined, that we never expected, and that we never prepared for. And so when those things happen, when those moments arise, if we are not anchored and grounded in God, it can completely destroy us. And so as women, um, we often define ourselves by what we do or what others think of us. Um, And it's unfortunate because I believe that society conditions us to doubt our value and our worth. And this is when we start to compare ourselves to other women or to what other people are doing. And when we, when when, what we're doing in our own lives doesn't match what somebody else is doing, we start to believe that we're not as worthy and that we're not as valuable. You know, for many of us, we place our value in our jobs or in our social status or in our appearance. And I think with the um, ever-increasing popularity of social media, we see this even more. And if we're not careful about what we're allowing into our minds, into our social media feeds, um, we can really put ourselves in a situation where we think Uh, the worst about ourselves, where we think that what we have to offer isn't enough. Um, Because when we place our identity in worldly things or in worldly expectations, we will always be subject to disappointment, failure, and instability. And the truth is God doesn't want us to compare ourselves to anybody else. God does not want our identity and our value and our worth to be measured by what someone else is doing. Because the reality is God created each of us special, unique individuals with different gifts, different talents. And if he wanted you to be like somebody else, he would have made you that person. He would have given you their gifts, their talents, whatever it is that they've achieved. But he didn't. He gave you your own set of gifts and talents. And I think that we have to start tapping into what that is and then living that out. In our lives, see, when we anchor our identity in Christ, we can have confidence and security in who we are so that we're not comparing ourselves to somebody else. We are children of God. 
created in his image and loved unconditionally. And so when we know who we are in Christ, we can weather any storm, any challenge, any obstacle, and any roadblock that presents itself as we are journeying through our lives. You know, the Bible gives us many examples of people who were anchored in God. And this is why I say that really studying the word, getting in the gospel, getting in the Bible daily is how we arm ourselves against the ways of the world. Because if I'm going to be honest, there's spiritual warfare going on. And the same way that being anchored in Christ gives us our identity, when we are not anchored in Christ, we are opening the door for the enemy to come in and distract us and misguide us away from who God created us to be. So when we look at the Bible, we can look at the example of David who wrote in Psalm 62 verse 2. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. And here in this scripture, um, we see that David was faced with many trials in his life. But one thing that he was always was anchored in God. Like David's life was not easy. You know, we know that he is the same person who defeated, you know, the, the giant Goliath. And how many times in your own life have you been faced with your own Goliath, with something, with a, a, a problem or an obstacle so big that you never believed that you could conquer it, that you could overcome it, that you could defeat it, right? And sometimes we won't be able to defeat it in our own strength or in our own might. But when we center ourselves in God, when we anchor ourselves in who the Lord is in us, then like David, we can overcome any giant in our lives. Because in the story of David and Goliath, what we know was that Saul, King Saul at the time, was trying to equip David with all of these other uh, things to defeat Goliath. He even tried to give him his own armor, you know, but David was like, I can't, I can't take your gifts. I can't take what works for you and try to defeat this giant in my life. I have to defeat it with what God has given me and with what he's equipped me with. And he was equipped with, um, the slingshot, right? And we know that he took that slingshot and with a, a pebble, he was able to defeat Goliath. And so we can never lose sight of the things that God has equipped us with individually to overcome the giants in our lives, right? So when we place um, our identity in our jobs or in whatever we have defined to be, you know, success, we can become obsessed with achievement and lose sight of what really matters, you know? So we have to kind of um, refocus our minds and our eyes 
on the one who really gives us success, on the one who really gives us the strength and the courage to face and overcome our challenges, right? Another example um, is Jesus himself, who when we read the New Testament, we see that he was anchored in God's will throughout his entire ministry, even to the point of death. Like We know that he died on the cross for us and he experienced in his life everything that we experience in our own life, right? He, you know, the temptation, betrayal, uh, people doubting who he was, and he never wavered in what he was sent to do. He never turned away from his father. And so when we look to these examples, we can see how important it is to anchor our own lives in Christ, um, you know, if we anchor ourselves in the wrong things, if we anchor ourselves in relationships or in uh, worldly things, we can become codependent on those things. And we can forget to prioritize our relationship with God. Um, you know, one of the things that I'm always really mindful of and this has only become, I've only become aware of this, you know, probably in the last few years as I continue to develop my own relationship with God and I start to rely less on myself and rely more on God. Like I've really learned, I'm, well, I'm learning, learning to relinquish my ego and this idea that I have any control over the good things that happen in my life, right? And so it's this idea or this concept of being self-made. Um, I, I no longer believe that I'm self-made. Like I am God-made. And so I recognize that any blessings I have, any opportunities that come my way are all a direct result of God's blessings in my life. Like I feel... Like he's the puppet master and I'm the puppet. So he's the one kind of guiding the strings, right? And guiding me along on my journey. And so anything great that happens in my life is from God, is of God. You know, um, I will not, I, I will say that I do play a part in that because I believe that we are co-creators with God in our lives but nothing about me is self-made. Everything about me is God-made. And so when we become codependent on, these, on this belief that anything outside of God um, is what contributes to who we become, then we forget who our creator is. We forget who our father is. And so it's really crucial and critical to be intentional about where we anchor ourselves and who we anchor ourselves in. I know so often, um, you know, we can anchor our identity in certain relationships. Um, I also am speaking from the perspective of a mom because Parents, mothers, we tend to give our whole selves to our children. And I'm not saying that we should not prioritize taking care of our kids, but it becomes dangerous when we put our kids above 
all else in our lives, you know, and that includes our relationships with our spouses, right? In my house, um, my husband and I, we put God first, then we prioritize our marriage, our relationship, and then it's our children. Because if my husband and I are not secure in our foundation and in our relationship with God, and if we don't build a secure foundation in our marriage that is centered on God, then there is no way that we can be the best parents to our children. And so we always, always remember that it's God first, it's our marriage second, and then it's our children. And so we have to start... um, Becoming comfortable and being okay with not idolizing our kids. There's a danger when we idolize anything, when we put anything before God. So how can you start to live a more God-led life? How can you start to anchor yourself in God and making God the foundation that you build your life upon? Well, the first thing that I would encourage you to do is to start your day with God. And this is something that I hope I exhibit through my own life. If you connect with me on social media, if you follow me on Instagram, then you will see I'm very transparent about my relationship with God. And I devote the first hour of my day um, to building that relationship with the Lord. And what does that look like? That looks like me getting in my Bible. Every single day I am reading the word. I am meditating on the word. I am uh, trying to dissect the word and discern what the message is in that scripture of that day and what, how it applies to my life and how I can live it out that day through the encounters that I have through my work um, as a mom, as a wife. So it's really important for you to begin your day with prayer Um, with scripture reading, and with meditation. This will set the tone for your entire day. It will help to keep you focused on God's will. And when the enemy tries to creep up on you throughout the day, you will be armed with the word of the Lord. And there's no secret to this, guys, right? There's no no hidden um, way for you to spend time with God other than spending time with God. And prioritizing it in your schedule and making the time for it, carving out time. Um, I do it at the beginning of the day because my life is busy. And I know that if I don't do it first thing in the morning, then it's going to be very likely that I'm not going to do it throughout the day. Because things happen, life happens, I have kids, I have work. Um, You know, by the time I get home, I'm just exhausted. And to be honest, I don't want to give God the worst of me. I don't want to come to him when I'm exhausted and when I'm defeated and when I just don't have any energy to give to him or to focus on him. I want to give him the best of me. I want to give him me when I'm at the most energized, when I'm focused, when I'm awake, when I'm excited to start my day. That's what I want to give. That's the version of me that I want to give to God. The second tip that I can offer you to help you live a more God-led life is to start practicing gratitude. I cannot stress this enough. Gratitude makes what you have in your life right now enough. And when you practice gratitude, God will bless you with more. 
Because let's be honest, if you can't be grateful for what you have right now, what makes you think you're going to be grateful for more? You're always going to be living in a constant state of not enough. When you take for granted the things that you have right now, what you're telling God is that what you have is what you have right now isn't enough. And if what you have right now isn't enough, what makes you think that when you get more, that that's going to be enough? So start practicing gratitude. Cultivate a heart of gratitude by giving thanks for everything in your life, no matter how small you think that it is. Because the truth is, some of the things that you're taking for granted right now, someone else in some other part of the world is praying for that. Like I think about the peace that we experience living here in the United States, living here in this country, that we can walk outside our doors and not have to be greeted by the military, by not, not having to be worried about bombs dropping in the middle of the street, not having to worry about um, how we're going to, uh, I don't know, how, how we're going to um, exist with uh, like soldiers or the military trying to get us out of our homes. Like I think about Palestine at this time. I think about what's happening in Gaza and the conflict between Israel, you know, and all of these things. And so we don't think about that on a daily basis, but start being grateful, right, for the peace that we experience for being just American citizens. And listen, I, I am not trying to deny the problems that we face in this country because we do have many issues of our own that we have to deal with. But there are some things that we don't have to um, worry about on a daily basis. So start to practice gratitude. This will help to shift your focus from yourself to God, right? And recognizing how he is Lord over our lives. And then the last tip that I can offer is to stay connected. Get yourself in community. Get yourself surrounded. Surround yourself with other believers, with other women who want to support you and encourage you on your journey. You know, join your, uh, attend your local church service. Um, uh, look for other networking opportunities in your area. Join groups uh, online, on social media, like Facebook. There's so many opportunities to just get involved and to get in community. But you have to take action. You have to seek it out. You can't say that you want to change in your life and then continue to do the same things that you've always done, right? You, you should be looking for mentors who can help you stay focused, that can help ground you and help keep you connected um, to your identity in Christ because the enemy is always working. The enemy is, is never taking a day off. And so you have to be intentional about protecting your mind and what you're consuming and what you are allowing into your space, whether that's online or whether that's in person or your physical space, you know, so make your, make sure that you're just surrounded by good people. And so as um, we end this week's episode, I want to encourage you to anchor yourself in Christ. Jesus is the only anchor that can keep us steady, 
in the midst of life's storm. And when we anchor ourselves in him, we have the confidence to face any challenge that arises. And he gives us the hope that we need to endure any hardship or any obstacle that presents itself. Um, you know, and if you're looking for that type of community, um, then send me a message, email me at nancy at the nancy at the fiercewoman.org, O-R-G, um, and ask to join my weekly Bible study group. We're starting the new cohort sometime in February, so you still have time to join. Email me and let me know that you want to be a part of this group and get yourself surrounded. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Women of Faith podcast. I'm so excited to have you as a part of this journey. Um, Let's continue to inspire each other, lift one another up. Let's continue to pour into each other. The world does a good job on its own trying to tear us down and keep us divided. But if we're intentional and if we stick together, we can create a world where women of faith fearlessly and boldly pursue the life they were created for. So until our next episode, may your faith fuel your passion and your courage open doors of limitless possibilities. Stay boldly faithful and remember that you were created for more. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Woman of Faith podcast. If this episode blessed you, consider supporting us by leaving us a rating, giving us a review, writing a comment, and sharing with your network. And if you feel really moved, you can consider making a financial donation to the link in our episode notes. Until next time, I pray that you are blessed, that you step boldly into what God is calling you to do, and that you never forget that you were created for more.